What up, what up, what up? This is your boy, Roy, and you are now tuned into Back to Center Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to life, love, and the millennial struggle. Today, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I do have a topic at hand, which might be a lot of, a little controversial, excuse me. That topic is going to be, what is a high-value man? What are the traits that he has? And then we'll get a little bit into potential versus tangibles we got a lot to talk about some people are going to be very pissed at me and to be frank i'm just learning myself so this is your boy roy you're listening to back to center and we'll get back to it right after this Once again, this is your boy Roy, and you are tuned into Back to Center Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to life, love, and the millennial struggle. So, you might notice there's a little twang, a little switch up in my persona. There really isn't. Happy hour just extended way longer than it needed to, and it ran into the scheduling time that I needed to create this episode, and hey, here we are. A little bit of red wine mixed with Back to Center Podcast. What do you get? Let's go ahead and find out. So topic of discussion, we have multiple topics to talk about, but the first one I kind of just wanted to glance over a little bit would be obviously our election results, right? We know Wednesday is upon us. Biden, even though I begrudgingly want to admit this, Biden is the guy. It is what it is, man. Now, you know, one thing I don't want to be, I don't want to be one of those people that are like, oh, not my president. He's not my president. Listen, you live in America. You have a U.S. ID or passport or some side, some sort of identification. My friend, that person is your president. I think all of us as U.S. citizens and people that are becoming U.S. citizens or fuck it, if you're living in America, just accept it. And let's all just appreciate the fact that the transfer of power will not succumb to a coup d'etat because take it from a person who is a parent, who is a child of a Haitian immigrant. My mom was married to a man that was in politics. My great grandfather was involved. He was an activist against uh, Duvalier. I guess that's actually my grandpa because he passed away in Venezuela. Shout out. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's uh. It's one of those things where like you're on you're just watching TV and then you just see a bunch of people storm the fucking capital and you're like, "Whoa, what the fuck is going on here?" Like people are climbing the walls, people are running up the steps, and the security, this is the that was the funniest part about it. The security literally put in no effort. I'm not a fan of BLM, but when BL side note, I definitely believe Black Lives Matter. Like if we're going to be legitimate if we're gonna, if we're going to be uh, very specific, right about the topic, as a black male, do I think Black Lives Matter? Unequivocally, so. However, BLM organization, ah, 
ah, you a little funky to me. I'm just saying you don't have to agree with me, but do some research. They look a little, they seem a little funky, especially when you consider that uh, one of their leaders from one of their chapters pocketed a lot of their charity money. Mm, I don't jive with that. Remember, Hillary did the same thing to my people uh, during the earthquake. So respectfully, go fuck yourself if you steal charity money. Just saying. But anyway, um, yeah, th- it's it, that was one of those situations where if it was a third world country, you can see that easily going out of control. But on top of that, the hypocrisy was immense. Think about it. BLM was out there. Did they break some shit? Of course they did. Did they light some shit on fire? Yeah, they did that too. Whatever. But we had the National Guard in fucking halo suits. They had, I almost said an expletive, they had fucking guns, rifles. Damn it, I wouldn't be surprised if I seen a barrel-loaded, like, grenade launcher or, or like, a smoke grenade launcher, maybe tear gas to be a little less lethal, right? My point is, and what I'm saying, is that the security during the time was a lot more stringent and a lot more secure when BLM was protesting as opposed to the, what I would say is the far right. I used to consider myself conservative. I think after careful evaluation of how the presidency of Trump has gone, the current conservative party and the absolute abysmal state of the left, I'm probably going to say I'm a libertarian, just to be honest. To be completely honest, I'll probably just go libertarian. My only beef with that is that there isn't enough representation of libertarians within politics, and that is why we have this two-party system, which does not work. But besides the point, libertarians, you have my heart. You have my vote. And going forward within the next four years, I'm curious to seeing how you start to manifest not only your plans and your, your ideologies for this country, but also what steps you're going to take to make yourself more pronounced more known to the general population because as far as the gener- as far as the general population is concerned excuse me there's only two parties democrats and republicans and that's not fair to the individual who might be going through a intrinsic turn in life or they're converting from being a plebeian to a quote unquote elitist these are just words that i'm using please don't get so caught up in them but anyway the moral of this story would be yes I do believe that both sides on the far fringes of it, whether it be left or right, are both just fucking nuts. I don't personally have an identification within those two main party systems. So I'm looking for something that's a little robust, you know, somewhere I can get like a good return on my investment. And I think libertarians are exactly that. So I'll continue to do my research. I'm not going to jump in head first without doing my due diligence. Of course, that's a quick way to fuck yourself. But what I will say is, libertarians, you get an applause from me because so far, I think you guys might be looking forward towards a really bright future if we don't blow ourselves up. And that is that. Now, the topic at hand, what makes a high value man? This is something that if you, just to be completely honest, if you don't have a dad, you probably didn't learn about this. And you probably learned, ironically enough, I personally feel like it's almost as if you learned more how to grow up, how to be a woman, as opposed to how to actually be a man, right? Let's just go ahead and throw everything out the window, all this new age shit, and let's just be completely honest. 
Women want producers. Men want children. Well, I guess both parties do, but men want legacy. More important, men want legacy, right? Women want a family. Men want legacy. Within that term or those terms, both parties can get what they want, but there's a power dynamic that has to take place within that in which society is lacking today. I stumbled across a YouTube page, Mr. Jason Black. It's called The Business. Not a lot of people give him credit, which I don't know why, because a lot of his stuff, in my opinion, is, I would say, is potent and something worth taking as a grain of salt. And if you're able to expound on it like I'm going to, it would be even that much more. That sentence made no sense, but it would be that much more credible and incredible for those that don't know the information, right? So the topic is, what is a high-value man? What are the traits that they possess? And more so, what is the state of the dating society now? Because if, we, if we're honest about it, it almost seems like producers and leaders are either in one of two states. And I will put myself in one camp to not sound like a dickhead. I would put myself in the development stage. I guess you could say in like the G League, I'll be totally humble and honest about it because I know my, I know what I plan to do. I don't want to say potential, but I know what I plan to do in regards to what I want my life to look like. And as someone who has mastered the art of consistency, I am going to make my strides day by day. So I'm in no rush. If there's a category I need to be put in, fuck it. Put me in that category. Just don't be tight five years from now. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, I would put myself in the category of like the G League. Yeah, I'm currently developing, but there's three, there's levels to this. I'm not even going to jump into it because I want to give my expounded notion when we come back from the break. But there is three levels to this. You've got the men that aren't competing at all, the G League, and then you have the major leagues. And the same is vice versa for women. However, the rules are drastically different. And I'm going to be honest, men... Yo, we have it so much fucking harder. <laughs> you have no idea how much more difficult you have it when you take into account the economy, inflation, and everything else that's been going on in the world. And obviously, C19, what, how it impacted, not only, excuse me, not only how it impacted 2020, but its plans to deter 2021 through 2025. Listen. Whatever plan you thought you had at this moment in time, take a look at, look it over. Excuse me. That's the wine talking. Look it over again and then rewrite that bitch because you're going to have to. I had to do it with my own business, scintillapt.com, S-C-I-N-T-I-L-L-A-P-T.com. If you need some remote personal training, you know where to go. Go ahead and look up your boy. But yes, I had to go ahead and, you know, repivot my business and do a lot of, uh, a lot of different things. Not necessarily because I wanted to be a producer, but if we're talking in terms of being able to produce, you got to be able to do that efficiently. So there's some things that we can't continue to do, but we'll talk more about that when we come back from the break. This is your boy, Roy, and you are tuned into Back to Center Podcast. Right 
bikes till like 3am Chillin' getting faded with look on my friends I sit and think where the shit end Niggas smile in your face and it's all pretending And I ain't with it, spit real feelings Hard lost the war for them cold millions You gon' lose your homies when you tryna win it Take a pick for the haters while I get up in it And that's real Yeah I don't give a fuck how you feel Having it all ain't a part of the deal Bitches like niggas that can fit the bills They strapped them skills Yeah, I just write it how I live it Man, fuck a critic Turn the paper to some phone digits I don't care if you win it cause I'm gon' get it I don't care if you feel it cause they gon' feel it Got no time for the funny fake or pretending I just tend to this cheddar Real niggas know they can survive any weather Damn, look at how this shit change Look at how the faces in the game when they rearrange Try to put me out cause a nigga spit flame Try to smoke a little green, need to maintain Tragedy made me ambitious, look crazy Not average, so pay me Fuck you, pay me Money ain't gon' change me But you can bet a nigga go Swayze Been benching, weak shit don't faze me Know my worth, good luck tryna play me It felt like yesterday Even when I was broke, never chef the yay We was just getting high off them airplanes Damn, we was cool, now shit changed Fuck it, every bridge burn gon' light the way Derek Curry, Mari Cooper, I'ma make a play So it's safe to say I'm in amazing grace If you don't understand, I'm in a quiet taste I do my own thing We was just some stupid kids Look at us now Running through the city Look at me now Cutting all them glasses Trying to make our parents proud All alone, do it on my own Look at me now We was just some stupid kids Look at us now Running through the city They trapping now Cutting all them glasses Trying to make our parents proud All alone, do it on my own Look at me now this new year, watch the switch up I got your number, but I probably won't hit up I got prom, so I drown them in the liquor Raps first, introvert, a world spitter Crazy everywhere, snakes in the grass No matter how far the goal, I'm chasing the fast Foot on the pedal, 200 on the dash Baby, I'm the future, haters stuck up in the past They see a nigga change, they ain't, they hope it don't last Wait till I'm on, then I skirt on that ass Run into the money, and I'm chasing the fast Up in the club, then these bands won't last but that's not the shit that I'm after, I just want the cash Maybe I could start a new chapter, thought it's selling dope But I ain't trying to be in the slammer, if you gotta know I just want to crib in the Hamptons, I'm just saying need the money, fuck the fame It's a reoccurring theme running through my brain Tony Montana, but they ain't got the game But I got two blowing bros giving me some brain Henny in my system got me feeling like brain Kurt go down, I forgot to all bang I ain't scared of no giant shit, I'm David with the slang I don't want to start a right, but I know you feel the pain Swear to God, put my time in it, same time, put my dimes in it Add time, had no cash, plot of robbing shit Stay patient, kept working, think I'm ready for this and I'ma grind to the belly to win And grind more when I get the shit Y'all niggas clowns making parody rap I'll yank a bitch and grab a game by the horns I'ma yank the shit I'm captain of my ship until I sink the bitch On everything I had to make a way Swear to God, spend some time in the rain Nightmares, yeah, I relive the pain If I didn't change, surely I go insane Don't give a fuck if you don't understand My destiny in the palm of my hand I'ma see better days, wait till a nigga paid You can't say nothing, I do this like nothing I proved I ain't bluffing Not the type to be fronting Make moves like it's nothing, turn up in the Trust me, I'm bringing the ruckus, I'm reaching my goals, no discussion Yeah, nigga, ready for war, waiting whatever's in store A legend, you best hit record, I do this all day till I'm bored I got it, still aiming for more, I'm kicking down all of the doors We was just some suitcase, look at us now Running through the city, look at me now Cutting all them glasses, trying to make our parents proud All alone, do it on my own just some stupid kids with gas now. It's running through the city.
Ladies and gentlemen, that was Stoop Kids by yours truly. Obviously, at this point, you already know. Of course, my indie artist, if you are making music and you need another platform to distribute your music, then just get some ears to it. Feel free to send me an email. I am more than welcome to putting your, more than happy, excuse me, more than happy to put your music on my podcast. It's not a problem, absolutely for free. And it's just a way for me to be able to, I guess, give back to a community that's helped me because I remember when I was making music and I would put my music out, a lot of indie artists would constantly put my music out at the forefront. And that helped me a lot, even though I didn't necessarily take it further than what I'd like to. And I do plan on going back to music, but at the time being, it meant the world to me. So if there's anything I can do to give back, especially in that moment, I'll try it. So indie artists, back to center at gmail.com. Please don't send me any uh, random uh, unsolicited mail. I really don't want that. But if you're making music, send me a file. Let me know that it's okay to upload and I'll go ahead and upload it, give you the credit. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So now that we're back, let's go ahead and talk about the main topic of discussion. And the main topic of discussion was what makes a man high value? And we were able to, before the break, we were able to surmise that part of being a high value man was the ability to produce. And that's something I definitely want to talk about because I think in our society today, um, if I have to be completely honest, us men... Or, yeah, us men is a collective. Unfortunately, I got to roll with y'all as a fucking collective. But fuck it, here we are. <laughs> us men as a collective do have a high tendency to complain. And I think it's the men of this generation, especially because we were raised by single mothers. Now, granted, no one wanted to be a single mom. But when you mix feminism with the hatred of men, men and just males in its entirety and the want to be uh the wanting to be independent that has fucked a lot of you over um my mom is 60 I'm not going to give her full age but she is in her 60s and single and um one conversation that I had to have with her was what does she plan to do in terms of having a companion for the rest of her years. Granted, yes, I am her son, and I do have some responsibility of taking care of her, you know, making sure she's good when the emergencies do happen. But of course, I'm not her man. So being a quote-unquote son-husband is something I have zero desire to do. So therefore... I had to let her know and uh, preemptively start that process because let me tell you something. One thing I definitely will not do is work my ass off to then go ahead and sacrifice myself again for a period of years to then go ahead and start all over. When I say again, I basically mean growing up, I wasn't necessarily allowed to be myself per se. When you grow up in a religious household, sometimes the parents tend to want to make you a holy version of you. No matter what exactly you are or what your interests are, they want to make a holy version of you. Therefore, it never, ever, ever fucking works. You end up resenting the shit out of your parents. And at the very least, the very worst, actually, well, yeah, if that makes sense, you become a good liar. So 
there's no positives there, right? Now, I bring that up because when you talk about being a producer or just being a man in general, the environment that you're grown up in is very, very, very important. It's like, it's like putting a cactus in like unprofitable soil. <laughs> that was the only word that came to mind. Profitable. That's funny. But um, yeah, in, in this case, it's like taking a plant out of its original element. It won't survive. So growing up, I wasn't really allowed to be myself and moving out, becoming a small business owner slash entrepreneur, whatever you want to title it. Um, I've gotten a lot of freedom within these last two to three years. Very happy about that. I'm very excited for the rest of my life, but I am not trying to be a son husband and take care of my mom and have her live with me when I'm like 30. Fuck no. I'm sorry. Go ahead and hate me for that, but that's I'm just not doing it. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. I worked too hard these last two years to set myself up for a potential blissful 30 years, whether single or married, for me to then go ahead and just throw all of that away to then restart at 50 years old. So ladies, if I were you, real talk, if I was a woman, here's what I'd do. Ready? First of all, I would be bad as shit. Can't nobody tell me shit about my body. Like Britney Runner times 10. Workout, healthy, all that extra stuff, right? To say more without saying more, becoming quote unquote high value, right? Being in shape, nurturing, feminine, all these traits a high quality man is looking for. And then potentially some. I mean, at the end of the day, well, some more. And at the end of the day, one thing to consider is it's not necessarily the fact that because both parties have it all, that's what makes it perfect. But it's because both parties, quote unquote, have it all and respect each other that makes it worth staying in and building. Because now that you know that you have someone who is top tier and your partner is top tier, everything you do going forward is going to be top tier. And in a world full of mediocrity where everyone is totally okay with being complicit and being the same, that spells doom for anyone not willing to compete. So what is the first thing that a high value man has or traits that he may contain the first one being the ability to produce. That's really it. And realistically, that's like the most important one. Because the ability to produce coincides with a lot of other attributes as well. For example, to be a high-performing salesman, you have to be charismatic. You have to have a personality. You have to be intelligent. And Sometimes, depending on who you're talking to or the majority of the people, you might need some looks. And those are all things that high value men have. But the most important thing is the ability to produce. It does not matter if you went to school for six or seven years. It does not matter if you've been working at this job for, you know, X amount of time. If you're making peanuts or if you're not able to produce and pay for, you know, pay for yourself, put food on the table and things of that nature. The relationship is going to be lackluster from the beginning and it's going to you're going to be hard pressed to find things to move forward in the way that you want. For example, why do you think a lot of these quote-unquote pretty boys get cheated on? 
like looks are a dime a dozen. But if we're banking on solely looks, that is a feminine trait. And as a male, you cannot be pursuing women from a feminine perspective. And as a masculine male, the the job is to create, produce, and dole, right? In other words, your lifestyle should be an upgrade for this woman. That sounds crazy, but it's true. I mean, what is the point of her being with you if both of you are on the same playing field? Please tell me. Now, that doesn't mean you can go ahead and not try in life and just find someone who's like a little more beneath you because then again, at the same time, like really, what is that? Like, I'm not in favor of eugenics. (laughs) However, do all genes need to be passed on? Do we all get a pass to pass on our genes simply because we're simply existing? That's a hard question, but a real question nonetheless. So that is, uh, I would say that's reason number one and probably like half of reason number two. To go deeper into reason number two. So we have the we have the provider part down, which is great. On the counter of that, the woman is able to nurture. So that's awesome. Whatever I give her, she should be able to nurture. Not grow, but nurture. I don't need a mom. I need a woman who's willing to not build, but maintain the things that I'm building while I'm doing it, if that makes any sense. Number two, the second thing that is very important for high males or high value males to have is protection. When the barbarian, quote unquote, when the barbarian is at the door, let's say you got like an intruder at the door. Who is the person that goes down to the front door to investigate what's going on? depending on your answer or whoever you answered in that particular relationship, that person would be the dominant partner. Listen, life is about power dynamics. I don't know all power dynamics shit. I'm just scratching the surface on power dynamics and I just have the balls to bring it to you. If you really want more in-depth learning about power dynamics, definitely check out uh, Mr. Black's channel, the business on YouTube. Um, However, one thing I could definitely say is women don't necessarily want to be the male or masculine figure within a relationship. And to be honest, any woman that's told you that is a feminist, (laughs) which I mean, I guess in today's society isn't a problem. But if you're trying to get married, it is. Because let me tell you something. No high-value male wants to deal with a woman who is insubordinate, uncoachable, and just difficult to be with. So please, for the love of God, try to be a little coachable. But going back to the protective aspect of this nature, when a woman needs to be protected, the last thing she would want is to rest her laurels on a man who is unsure of himself. Self-uncertainty spells doom for yourself and your self-esteem. Why do it to yourself? Honestly, why do it to yourself? So consider learning how to, you know, box or how to shoot a gun. You know, I don't have my gun license, but I know how to shoot a little bit. Um, I also know how to box. And this isn't me comparing myself, but 
the point I'm trying to make in that aspect is you don't necessarily need to be an expert, but to be willing to learn how to do these things and maintain that skill, obviously, because you can't learn how to shoot a gun once, not shoot for years, and then pick up a gun again. No, it's not a smartphone. That's not how this works. If anything, you have just now become a more, a larger, excuse me, a larger liability than before. So no, that's not a good idea. However, learning how to protect your family and your assets is very, very important. You don't need to come out like Batman the first time around, but over time, you should be able to add new skills and throw them into your repertoire. That way, God forbid, there is a quote-unquote barbarian at the gate. You, my friend, will be able to answer, and your woman will be woman and family, because at that point, maybe you'll have a family. They will be so thankful that you are in their life. And that's like a, a side point. A lot of guys live this life because they feel like uh, they're not appreciated. Dude, the life of a male is a life of productivity and sacrifice. Even if you don't get married ever, you should still be able to produce something in this world that society can take with them, right? With that being said, There's a lot of times in life where you're going to create things that might be good for society, might not be great for society, but you're going to make them. And guess what? Most of society ain't even going to know. And that's okay. That's totally okay. Because at the end of the day, it's being able to create something that helps others, being a producer, producing something that benefits other people. You can't be a producer and only benefit yourself. You, your life, the people around you, and those that extend that circle need to be able to have a glimpse of a uplifted lifestyle with you if you are a high-value man. Number three, which is like a byproduct of the first. But number three, the third thing I would say most women are looking for in a relationship nowadays, especially with high-value men, or let me flip that, The third thing that most high-value men have would be stability. This is kind of one of those hand-in-hand things. Like, if you are able to produce, more than likely, you're probably stable, even though that may not always be the case. But for more times than not, that's usually the issue. So stability, what is that? I mean, it's nothing more than having a stable roof over your head having stable transportation, and having stable income, knowing that your lifestyle will not change. And in the event that 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 income has been cut, no matter how drastic it's been cut, your lifestyle will not change. So you have to have some sort of stability to you, right? Now, Here's this is one of my favorite things because I like the idea of being able to work and then being being able to grow assets over time, especially with things like real estate. So currently, right now, I'm learning. I'm getting my real estate license, uh, and I'm also LLCing my business. So by the end of this month, uh, probably into like mid February, I'll have my real estate license, so I could do that on the side for fun, and then I'll have my business re LLC. So this will be the second time I've gone through this process, right? very excited and it's it's slowly becoming that producer-esque uh that producer-esque lifestyle that i'm working towards right so i 
I like that I have a vision and that I'm, I'm moving towards that direction. But one thing I'm definitely more, more, uh, what's the word? I don't want to say more looking forward to because that sounds dumb, but that's exactly what it is. But one thing I'm definitely looking forward to um, is creating that a different level of stability, like stability and having income where you can pay your bills and everything is cool. Yeah, that's good. But I want I want bread on top of bread on top of bread on top of bread on top of bread. So like if I decide to retire at 41, 42, I'm good for the rest of my life. If I hit 95, that means I haven't worked a day in my life. I'm still getting paid. My lifestyle hasn't changed. That's real. That's real shit. That's the shit that I'm after. I'm not after like the small trinkets or anything like that. I don't give a fuck. Like right now between, how old am I? I'm 27. Between 27 and 35, I give zero fucks about vacations, purchasing cars, or anything of that matter. Because when you're able to build that bank account, and that bank account is strong, that bank account is on as Tyson, <laughs> bro, you're untouchable. <laughs> and more importantly than that, you are quote unquote high value. So I think the moral of the story here is just an understanding that the term high value is rather subjective, but there are some obvious things that you need to accomplish because I mean, frankly, who wants to have a family that is struggling? I mean, honestly, if I was a woman, I would want a dude who's making hella bread too. Why would I want to have kids that are fucking struggling? No one wants that kind of life. So with the information I've doled out, I hope you're able to take something away from it. Next week, we are going to be talking about what is a high value woman. I'm excited about that considering we already have this part. This is your boy, Roy. You've been listening to Back to Center Podcast. Have a great day and I will see you next week. Until then, my friends, au revoir. Yo!